This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. See, Tim Miles Bach is demanding to play Duke. He wants Duke. They had a cancellation, right? Duke had a cancellation. Is yeah, Cleveland COVID, State COVID has related? a COVID-related problem, so they have to cancel that game. Uh, should he want Duke? <laughs> yeah, anytime you get an opportunity to, to take on the best, at least you can measure your progress, especially in year one. It can't be too bad. I think... Is he there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. Uh, should Tim Miles want Duke? Robin? Sure, he can want them all they want, but I believe Duke has already found an opponent. Oh. Uh, a moot point. They're going to play, I think, Loyola, Maryland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Tim's uh, bid to go to Cameron Indoor uh, fell short very quickly. And actually, it's a brilliant move. You say that you want Duke, knowing that you can never get Duke, uh, but you look good for wanting Duke. Hey, well, if you publicly challenge them and yeah. they avoid you, that yeah. means that they're scared. Yeah. And you can tell everybody that yeah. Coach K is scared of Tim Miles. Uh, obviously, yeah, he's scared. Why wouldn't you be scared of Tim Miles in San Jose State? Do you think that's going to turn out to be a decent gig for Tim? It's difficult. That's a very, very tough job. Um, you know, they're, for one, in a really good conference, and they are probably right at the bottom of the barrel of that conference uh, when he took over. So it's a massive rebuild. I will say that that university and athletic department have finally started to dump some money into their sports. Uh, they got uh, the uh, Brennan got the, I can't remember the guy's first name, but anyway, football coach uh, mm-hmm. has kind of started to build that, that program up and they paid him a bunch of money to retain him. And then they went and got Tim miles. So they're, they're making at least somewhat of a commitment, which in the past, they could not say whatsoever. So at least there's that. There's there's some semblance of support, but uh, that doesn't take away from the fact that that is a very big rebuild in a difficult conference that uh, is still kind of uh, lagging when it comes to financial support. Uh, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. We know uh, there was a lot of speculation about Nebraska basketball earlier this week, and Trev Alberts, Nebraska's athletic director, had to speak out and say, no, there's no – NCAA investigation pending or going on currently uh, now at Nebraska. That's unusual that an athletic director would would react to something that was on social media that was not even covered by a national hoops magazine or a website. This that's kind of weird, don't you think? Well, he did it for Frost. <laughs> yeah, when all those rumors were circling. So unfortunately, that's now just become part of the job. Is Nebraska's athletic director is addressing the craziness that occurs on Nebraska message boards and social media to where even if there is like something there, it quickly becomes spread into this 
like mutation of different, you know, fabricated stories and all these different elements that, you know, are nowhere near the truth. So, you know, we'll see if there eventually is something that comes out of whatever started these rumors. But, you know, I think it was a situation where Fred or uh, Trev had no choice but to, uh, you know, address those rumors because they were getting so out of hand and so much wild stuff was being said about the program, about the coaching staff and even the players that uh, if they would just sort of let it go and let it continue to fester, who knows how crazy it would have gotten. Uh, and, and I think all that stuff probably started happening after Nebraska. I mean, there, there's just isn't off to a good start. I mean, uh, and there's, you know, so the rumors start around the program. What do you think that, that Fred has to do throughout the rest of the season to feel pretty comfortable going into next year? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, it would probably take something pretty significant to change his job status. I mean, right now, <laughs> Trev's got a lot uh, other stuff on his plate right now. And, uh, you know, Fred's got a pretty big buyout in his own right. And, you know, clearly that's an issue right now. Uh, that is a factor in terms of coaching decisions at the University of Nebraska. So, uh, you know, it would have to get, you know, substantially out of hand for there to really be, be any thought of it as far as Fred's future for next year. Now, if they continue to spiral and win, you know, seven games again this year, then certainly uh, going into 22-23, there's a a significantly hotter seat for Fred uh, because three straight years of single-digit win totals, that's that's inexcusable. And so, uh, you know, they got some work to do this year, but I don't think that the ultimate result as far as wins and losses go is going to determine Fred's future as far as next season. But uh, if it is another terrible single-digit win season uh, where the team looks like they've completely checked out, then you got to really look and examine uh, what's going on, what needs to change, and uh, if this actually is a, a long-term fit here and, and, and you have a coach that can actually build this program back. Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. Uh, Bach mentioned it too, blowout losses, one to Michigan, the other to Auburn, 99-68, to 68, so 30-plus uh, point blowouts. And Hoiberg says he's looking at everything, maybe even uh, changing the offense. How much change do you expect from Nebraska when they face Kansas State on Saturday? Well, I mean, I don't know if you're going to see like a, a total you know, 180 in philosophy where all of a sudden they look like a completely different team, but I do think there's things you can do I mean, especially with a week of preparation that they finally get some practices and uh, a chance to kind of just focus on themselves uh, as opposed to preparing for an opponent. Uh, That allows you an opportunity to try some different things. And I think some stuff that you can do is um, certainly with pace, uh, you can slow things down. Uh, You can operate more uh, of a uh, controlled approach where the coach is calling plays every time down court. Uh, you know, kind of the hallmark of, of Fred's system is a uh, pace and, and transition to where he basically gives his guys the keys to the car and lets them just go play ball and, you know, puts it on them to make the right decisions and take the right shots. Well, clearly that's uh, not worked to where these guys aren't making the right decisions nearly enough and they're missing the shots that you would expect them to make. And so uh, as a coach, there's really only other thing you can do, and that's take more of a uh, or a firmer grip of the offense to where, you know, you're slowing down the pace and 
the, the point guard is, is looking back to you and you're calling the set and then you run that action and it's kind of a, a scripted style of play that you know at least assures that you're passing the ball the way you're supposed to pass it and setting up the shots that you want them to take so I think that's something that probably you can expect as much as anything uh, when they return to the court on Sunday is maybe just more of a controlled uh orchestrated offense than kind of the uh, the freelance style play we've seen uh, so far under Fred. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, now jumping over to football, we kind of kind of got introduced to the new staff uh, yesterday. What were your first impressions uh, coming out of that press conference? Well, uh, you know, certainly Frost uh, had a different look to him. Uh, he was a lot more polished with his sweater and uh, you know combed hair, and you know was pretty uh, uh, upbeat with uh, the message he was given. So you know that I think stuck out where he. He's talked a lot about wanting to be more of a CEO, and he certainly looked the part of that. Uh, so we'll see how long that continues. But um, that stuck out right away. Um, and as far as the coaches, you know, we they did a bunch of, like, simultaneous roundtable sessions. So I, I got uh, uh, Donovan Riola and stuck on him through the whole time. Uh, and <laughs> he is a uh, close-to-the-vest type guy. We'll put it that way. He does not enjoy interviews. In fact, he was asked specifically – do you like doing interviews like this? And he straight face said, no, I don't. Right. <laughs> like, why not? And he's like, well, I'm an offensive lineman. And offensive linemen aren't supposed to talk. We just do our work. And so he brings that mentality to where he's not going to like getting in front of the cameras. He's not going to want to do all the, uh, you know, dog and pony show that sometimes comes with Nebraska football. Uh, he's all about, uh, he kept saying the standard. And he wouldn't explain what that meant to him. But I guarantee you his players are going to get that uh, drilled into their heads from day one once they start to get to work. So that that was kind of a, a bit different to where, you know, especially coming from a guy like Greg Austin who would give you, you know, two-minute answers on a question and, like, really get into detail about, uh, you know, what he wanted to do and, and stuff he wanted to see out of his players. You, you basically were pulling teeth on Donovan uh, Raiola to get him to say much of anything. So I think that's kind of – Maybe as far as the identity of this offensive line going forward, uh, usually you try to, or they try to model themselves after their coach. And if that's the case, you're going to have a very tough and very down to business uh, group on the offensive line going forward. Robin Washit, HuskerOnline.com joins Tom and Bach. Uh, Eric Shenander was asked about the offense, and so was Mark Whipple yesterday. And Shenander talked about maybe, you know, merging. Uh, two ideas, the spread offense with what 
uh, Mark Whipple has done at Pittsburgh with the pro-style offense. How much marrying, how much of a hybrid do you expect? I mean, I think it's uh, going to be a blend. Like, it's there's Scott, it's still his program, and he's still an offensive-minded coach. And while he does want to turn over the bulk of the play calling and, um, you know, the, the, the day-to-day coaching aspect of that side – to Mark Whipple, he's it's still going to have you know his his fingerprints on it to some degree. So I don't think it's going to be uh, a complete shift to exactly what Mark Whipple did at Pittsburgh. You know, he's a guy that says himself. You know, I went back and listened to his interview. He said that uh, you know his offense generally fits around the skill sets of their quarterback, and so you want to figure out what this offense is going to be. We need to know who the quarterback's going to be first and what their strengths are. He said he's he's not the type of coach that. Uh, makes a quarterback do something that they don't like or aren't comfortable with or aren't able to execute. He he tailors the way they call the offense around what their quarterback does the best. And so that's the the real last big domino, in my opinion, that, that needs to fall here is what they do through the transfer portal at quarterback. Obviously the news today with uh, you know Brennan from LSU uh, going back to the Tigers, that was kind of the front runner in a lot of people's minds of, of who they would go after. Now uh, it, it remains to be seen, you know, where they go from here. So I think that is going to be a big part of the answer to your question of, of what this offense will look like. I think it's going to depend on what style of quarterback they have. If it's a, a mobile dual threat guy, the offense is going to look a lot different than if they get a, get a traditional pocket passer who only runs when necessary. Of course, we wanted to ask you about the big news of the day, Urban Meyer uh, being let go at Jacksonville. Do you, do you think that we'll see him in the college game again? I don't know. He's got a lot of baggage to him. Uh, you know, I mean, that that was a really ugly few months in Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, he's going to come with a price tag, obviously. And so he's got to wonder what high-level program is going to want to take that on and all that comes with it. Because whoever hires Urban Meyer is going to have ESPN outside their practice facility every single day, <laughs> uh, you know, live reports on what Urban did today, what he said this time. And so, I mean, there's, there's just a lot that comes with that. And clearly he's a proven coach, and his record at the collegiate level uh, is as good as there is in the history of the sport. And so that uh, is going to be a draw. I mean, he, it, he will have opportunities. I just wonder what schools are going to be willing to take that on and if it's going to be a traditional power like you would expect that you know would want all that comes off the field with urban meyer especially with uh, how things have gone with him over the past year yeah it's not gone well for urban meyer two and eleven of course with jacksonville and now he is done at least with the nfl portion you would think of his career great stuff uh robin we'll talk to you again next week thanks for the time Yep, see you guys. Uh, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. Let's get to break. Come back with the blog jog with Rico next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.